What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Respect the Game Podcast. My name is Edward, named after a trilogy, that being my pops. Shout out to my mother and my grandmother for helping raise me too. Please start what you're doing. Make sure you go follow at Emacs Stats for all your up-to-date high school, pro, and collegiate sports coverage. We will not disappoint. We'll keep you up-to-date on all that is going on in the beautiful sports world. Yes, we are at full strength. Everybody's in the building, and that makes the episode that much greater. Speaking of greater, big brother Iron Man tapping in, sign hard surgical pics, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you get your dope content, man. Let's get it. Let's go. <clears throat> Yo, it is the one and only Black Peace, the rap plug, the hip hop plug. Uh, be sure to go check out Talking Smoke on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Let's get it. Speaking of podcasts, no, I'm, I'm, I'm messing around. <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening, beautiful people. It is I, the one and only Sedacious Miles. You can go follow me at I am Sedacious, Twitter, Instagram, and if you're not like Shine Hard on TikTok as well. Let's go. And we lit. All right, man. So getting to it. Recently on the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast with uh, Gilly the Kid, Wallow, they had Jay Prince on there basically talking about the aftermath of the death of takeoff so um we talked about this just a few seconds ago uh and pre-production of the podcast uh but for the listeners who may have not heard jay prince's remarks um his remarks warranted the remarks from offset kind of back and forth on twitter but uh before we get into the conversation about it uh play the uh, audio for the for our listeners and our viewers said dude i ain't gonna leave him out you know i'm just real like this you know because you know you know niggas be throwing rocks and hiding their hand right they be throwing rocks and hiding their hand and uh i don't like them kind of individuals you know and, and the truth of the matter is you know one can and dance and different things in front of your different cameras and and all that and 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 when reality the truth of the matter is you know nigga you wasn't really right there with takeoff when he was alive you know what i mean so for you to be taking these positions that you taking you know what i mean and i i got people everywhere so i hear all kinds of things I'm going to just say this to you. Don't never put me in no position where, you know, I have to defend myself. It's all said, dude. Hey, first off, y'all niggas, my real brother. I don't know what y'all niggas got, what the fuck you got going on. Y'all niggas speak on my real brother. I don't want y'all niggas speak on me and take relationship, nigga. I don't know you, nigga. I can't of paint, nigga. Y'all niggas don't know how me and my brother rock, nigga. I'm trying to clear your face, nigga. You this your fifth interview, nigga. You done did about my brother, nigga. You ain't think about his mama. You ain't think about the family, nigga. We ain't said nothing. Ain't nobody said nothing but you niggas. You niggas, man, who y'all nigga think y'all nigga is? John Dutton, nigga. Nobody going for none of that. Bro. I ain't starting none of that. Somebody either. Man, if you heard something from me, I'm going to tell you it's, it's, it's going to come from me. Call my phone. Y'all nigga going off. He said, she say, me and y'all nigga supposed to be this is who, who y'all supposed to be. And y'all nigga on interviews and that I don't interview somebody. I said, yeah, nigga, call my phone, homie. You call my phone, we're gonna have a conversation. You know what I'm talking about? All that plant internet, 
So yeah, that was Jay Prince first making remarks again, like I said, about the aftermath of Takeoff's death, and that was the response from Offset. Um, fellas, I could say what y'all think, but just from hearing both sides and all the other behind the scenes uh stuff that's been going on, what angle are y'all viewing this situation from? Or what inf new new information y'all may have that others may not may not know about that y'all would have to add to this uh, situation currently. I, I'm gonna keep mine sweet and short. Uh, me personally, like for a matter so serious, it does seem like somebody who's never really in the spotlight or the camera's eye view. He's being really vocal and outprint, pushing his narrative and agenda forward about, uh, you know, an unfortunate situation. So it just seems, you know, it kind of seemed odd to me. It's just uncharacteristic. And it's like, um, young boy spoke on something with the same individual and was basically saying, why are you so internet? You could really get up with me in real life and we can have a conversation to, you know, kind of mitigate the he say, she say. So kind of the same same ordeal I'm seeing with, you know, offset in this situation. So it's like, hey, man, it's just weird. It's uncharacteristic of a gay parent, but, you know, it's, it's a little too internet for me. I felt like, yeah, he, he, I feel like this was kind of a respectfully a bad move on Jay Prince's behalf. Because at the end of the day, man, we know his rank. We know his his strength and, and his pool. We don't need to get into details of that. And I feel like for him to, you know, publicly to a certain extent, you know, uh, say say certain uh, <laughs> certain things that could happen or certain harms that could possibly happen, you know, to, you know, offset, it was just like, I feel like he didn't need to do that. I feel like it was too much, like you said, it's too internet, too much of a flex, too much of a power move in a tragic tragic situation. And this is like a regular quote unquote rap beef. It'll seem appropriate. You know, you talking, he's talking his crap, whatever. I get it, you know, but someone lost their life, especially when it was like a unfortunate accident situation. Nobody was actually needing to get to that point. So I just feel like, you know, he kind of, he flexed at the wrong time. And that's where I I, I I don't, I don't agree with, respectfully. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I feel like it's the gangstest I've just seen all week. And I love it to my core. All of, all of the, all of respect inside of me loved it. And I appreciated it. And I appreciate that Jay Prince is going to be Jay Prince behind the closed doors, behind cameras, in front of cameras, whatever. And in all actuality, bro, I love the way Isaac said it because Isaac said that this was such a major event. Like, this is a big event, right? When When is another time do you feel like you need to step out in front of the cameras and do damage control other than an event like this, something that happens like this, where it seems like your camp is responsible for it. 
If there's ever been a time where you didn't get out in front of the camera, this is now the time where you feel like you need to set your narrative that like, hey, we support black artists. We we we're not down with the killings of each other. Me as Jay Prince, me as the head of rap a lot. This is what I need people to know and understand. <clears throat> While you're doing so, you hear murmurs and through the grapevine that this member of the group got some shit to say, got got an issue, has taken a position. It didn't just happen out of nowhere, bro. Jay Prince don't rock like that. So if he heard from the grapevines, because he does have people everywhere, we know this, he hears through the grapevines, bro, and he pressed you on it, and he's gonna, and he get on camera and be like, yo, Offset, I've heard on more than one or two or three occasions, I ain't gonna say who and how, just know I heard that you throwing rocks and you hiding your hand trying to act like you ain't the nigga throwing the rocks. But in, in fact that you may be the one throwing the rocks, let me just let you, let me just remind you of who I am, bro. This is deeper than rap for me, for real. And also, I want to add, you wasn't even with Takeoff when our situation happened, bro. So stay over there and mourn and don't take a position. Once you take a position, bro, you got to think about what battles you really want to choose. Man. I ain't gonna lie, bro. My brother don't ride was, me like that after I die, bro. I mean, I can't do number respect offset for because it's like what you want him to do, just shut up and be chill. Like, who else gonna really step for him like that? Who got the who won't be looked at as okay, I'm clout chasing, like you're that person. You, you know, cause if anybody else in the family wanna go ahead and speak up and say something vocal and be upcoming or forthright about it or be, you know, real vocal on social media. It'll be looking like you looking for your 10 seconds of fame, which to a certain extent would be true because if you look at the family, everybody has been solid, including Offset. Like, people being grieving, people really going through a real-life situation. But like you said, you know, Jay Prince felt like, you know, the whole shit was going on behind his back and he wanted to bring it to the light. At the same time, it's a, it's, it's a certain way you could do that. But, you know, who am I to say? what's the right and the wrong way to do it, but, you know, uh, it all just seems what it is. Really hear about these niggas happens. fighting in the Grammys. Why y'all fight, why y'all supposedly was fighting at the Grammys, bro? Like, come on, man, like, don't, it's, for me, when I'm looking at the offset side, can we confirm or deny that that was, act, that act, that was an actual situation? That was, um, what, whatever it the was case may be, it made it to TMZ. Yeah, Lisa Tussle work because they have audio. Mm -hmm. what, what, whatever happened, it made it to TMZ. So on the offset side, like I, I would draw the line right down the middle. On this side, Jay Prince has been doing what he always does and what always will do. And on this side, you know, you wasn't with takeoff. You have a position. You and Quavo still somewhat not, not cool. So what, you know what I'm saying? I can only I can only make up of what I have, the pieces that I have. I can't just, oh, Offset is just standing up for what's right, and he's upset, and Jay Prince shouldn't be speaking on the dead. Like, okay, now who are you? Is my question. Man, also the thing is, too, like, you can't, I feel like it's probably like, you're already speaking on a tragedy. Now you're adding a, a threat into a tragedy situation being addressed. 
it just it just doesn't it just doesn't rub off right y'all like like somebody got killed from a misunderstanding and now another misunderstanding is put into the air no, no. it just you it's like you're restarting another cycle of of bs at this if, point if i life. say if i'm starting sorry, it but you're I'm you're, you're, you're giving so an avenue for I'm it so to sorry happen. about darnell i'm so sorry about darnell darnell i'm so sorry so sorry about darnell so sorry so sorry about darnell and ozzy be like bro stop talking about darnell bro that's my real brother 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 stop talking about darnell bro man. Oh, well, Isaac, you must don't know who I am then. I don't give a damn about what you feeling, my nigga. Talk about who I want to talk but about, do what I want to do. I mean, that's do. very much so out of context because I'll let you go, but like, that's a bad example just due to the reason that he's not saying he's so sorry about takeout death. What he's saying is, we ain't had nothing to do. We ain't had nothing to do with it. Stop bringing it up. Stop talking about it. And if I hear you keep talking about it, bro, it's going to be bad for your health. So basically what you're saying is quit talking about me like I killed your dead brother, but you end up being dead too, basically. I mean, everybody read between the lines. Like, I ain't trying to sugarcoat it. Like, yeah. that's, that's that's basically what was said. But, you know, um, I'll leave that way. We it really is. like that, but we didn't like, we wasn't like that, like that. But we really like that. Hey, this is creates some... A, a, Confused message at that point, you it's know. The gang that's all. Got it seen all week. Oh, excuse my language, podcast. I'm no, sorry. It's, it's respectable. Poochie must be watching the game. Gotta be. <laughs> he just see his facial expression. <laughs> some of them match what we we're gonna cut about. that part out. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know whether or not uh, Kareem was gonna be in the building, and seeing Kareem, I think LeBron gonna go ahead and handle that tonight. Personally, I think he's gonna get it out the way. All right. Right. His last two points gonna look right at Kareem. <laughs> it's gonna be the it's gonna be the style. I look had that in my notes too. Like what shot is he gonna go for for the one? Is it gonna be a dunk? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that, me and Ozzy we was talking about that when we got on. And when I was saying it's gonna look so like natural, I didn't like mean it as to say like I meant it as to say like it's gonna look like the right basketball play. It's not going to look like he's forcing a sky hook. It's just going to look like the best option to get this shot off. Uh, uh, and so, you know, I think that's possibly how that, how that's going to happen, man. Um, uh, yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I really want to get into it now, but I also want to watch the game unfold uh, as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll stick, uh, we'll stick with it. Uh, in uh in the rap um so yeah all said jay prince situation hopefully it doesn't escalate any uh further hopefully oh uh, 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 yeah man uh so all right y'all don't have y'all don't have to add y'all's because i in the rundown i put my top five and this is something i was like going through mentally over the weekend and so originally I ain't even got no top five no more. Bro, it's and, and and like that's a thousand percent understandable, right? But just for the sake of, you know, good com great conversation. Uh so originally this was my top five. Cole, Kendrick Drake, Ross Jeezy. No particular order. Cole's my favorite rapper of all time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so you talking about favorite. We're not talking about objectively what we believe to be the best. No. Right, uh, your yeah, your person your your personal five your personal five. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Right, but even in your personal top five, you have to like wrestle with like if you're gonna let somebody in or take somebody out, right? Yes, that's and so so and placement and and placement, right? So that's what I was going through this weekend. Uh, so like I said, uh, original top five: Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Ross, Jeezy, like. Throughout my life, like though that that is in the rotation, that is in the playlist. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason I went with. <laughs> and I was uh I wasn't even like down this uh I, I didn't even go down like a little Wayne wormhole. Like I wasn't even mm. listening to like the past, you know, the droughts or anything like that. And um but I was, I was just, I think, I, I think it was like the Global Effect Award that he had received at the Grammys. Uh, I, I believe that was the name of the uh, the award. And like, I was just like, bro, Wayne is just like, undescribably like, like you can't tell the story of hip hop without Wayne. Like there is a ton of Waynes running around now, whether they good, whether they great, whether they get on the big stage, whether they don't. And I was just like, bro, like I remember being in class, taking tests, listening to Lil Wayne, or if I wasn't listening to Lil Wayne, somebody next to me, like back when like having your op, having your headphones and earbuds or whatever was the thing, like somebody blasting Lil Wayne in class next to me. I'm like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Um, I remember, you know, having a, you know, you know, out venturing around in life and like Little Wayne is the playlist, you know what I'm saying? Growing up uh, as a youngster, bro, as a teenager. Uh, and then, so I was just like, bro, Wayne got to come into my top five. Like somebody has to go. Like I, I can't, like Wayne has to be in there just out of respect for like rap, right? Wayne is one actually. So yeah, that's easy. Right. For me. And so, and so, um, and again, Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Ross, Jeezy, Wayne has to come in there. And so I was just like, all right, Wayne's going to come in. Who is going to leave? Who do you have to kick out? Right. For me, a lot that I can't move, just personal preference is Cole. Right. So that only leaves Kendrick, Drake, Ross, and Jeezy. Um, so and then I continue. And then, right. If you're talking about all time, they got Jay-Z in the building, bro. Uh, and the stars are out in L.A. Um, so. He could be in the top five. So, 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 so I start to think even more, more right? Sometimes people top five can be placed in a box of just like, okay, well. Like people don't really acknowledge the current, like the future or, or, or the present to like be able to enter a top five. And which which isn't fair, right? That's like saying like, oh well, like LeBron can't be in somebody's top five because like he came into the league so later after the the birds, the Jordans, so on and so forth, the mm-hmm. Mavs, right, right. And somebody else, I feel like is like really like knocking on the front door of my top five, or maybe even like there, it's Sauce Walker, bro. And it's not even uh it's not even a a bias, you know, of like the home, yeah. you know, the hometown team, bro. But I'm just like, like if you listen to sauce, and like for me, I'm like all about like content and like what you're saying as opposed to like you just like making me feel some type of way, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, bro, like I feel like sauce is worthy to be in my top five, right? And so if I got cold, if I originally had 
Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Ross, Jeezy. And Cole is a lock for me. And then I say, all right, Wayne and Sauce come into my top five. For y'all, who would y'all replace? Jeezy. You would so Ross. So y'all would replace. No, so all right. Uh, all right, try to not to make it too. It's your favorite, so we you ain't really have to do too much or nothing if you don't want to. No, I know for me, but I'm saying if like if y'all had to critique this or like place if y'all only had, if y'all only had these seven artists and y'all had to rank them, I guess top five, right? How would y'all go about it? You got Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Ross, Jeezy. Lil Wayne and Sauce Walker. If you could only use those seven artists, how would y'all rank them for y'all? Or who just would you who would be the two you leave off your top five? So I'm going Wayne, Drake, Kendrick, Cole. Um just for what he mean in the position in the pocket in the era in which he came in the game, you probably gotta say Jeezy. Well, Jeezy is interchangeable with Gucci Man to me. And then I got I got Ross as an honorable mention in sixth place. And uh, I'm leaving Jay Z out because Jay Z is Jay Z like to me. Like no, no, he's not. He's Sauce not the Walker. best. I'm. Oh yeah, Sauce Walker uh, at seven to me. Same. And that's no disrespect to Sauce. Like, nah, of course, I, absolutely I'm not. Sauce. I'll take out Ross and uh, ooh, gotta go. I know what I said earlier this week, but that's it. We we leaving out Kanye. Kind of I have to keep Jeezy in. I got to keep Jeezy oh, in. I think everybody. I know I said what I said. I got my list ready. <laughs> so who who are you taking off, Darnell? Or who the two you to, who the two you leaving off? I would have to leave off respectfully and a hard respectfully to, to Sauce Walker. And then I would take off Rick Ross. No, no hesitation. No hesitation. That's, that's unanimous right Respect. there, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there thanks. is no yeah. I love you, Ross, but uh you gotta go. <laughs> right, I won't miss you. you. Just made it, just made it harder than we like. I'm not. I ain't gonna lie though. These real gangsters we leaving off this. And month. just for and for the millennials, like my generation, like I'm gonna put Chief Keith in there as far as like influences. It was a time where Chief Keith and actually five, a few though. Chicago rappers. My five again. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? My my personal five: Wayne Drake. Chief Keith, Cole, and you just said he. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I got, and then I'm gonna go. Me personally, I'm gonna go Gucci, bro. Mm. I got to. That's that's an intricate list. I like that one. Yeah, respectful. Respect that. What, what's your five D? Lil Wayne, Drake. Nipsey, R.I.P. for sure. Uh, Kanye, and uh, I feel like the people that really know me, Eminem. Yeah. Before before we Eminem. go to 
before we go to Eminem, I think not to say that someone would think this of you, but I'ma just like address it before it's even addressed in somebody's in the comments or somebody's own brain that your Nipsey top five is like a before the victory lap top five, which I don't think a lot of people or no, listen to Nipsey. Marathon, you marathon, know what I'm saying? You, yeah. Uh, so. What is it? Uh, uh, mailbox Lawson money. Boy? Lawson boy. Yeah, I'm talking about that. That nip. Yeah. Money making nip. Talking about keys oh, to the city. Got the first keys to the city. Yeah, let's get too deep. Jeez, boy, boy. Yeah, that was a pause moment. I, I, I yeah. was like, wait a minute. Wait. You got the keys to the city. Like, both, both of them. Not just part that two. We're talking about keys to the city. I ain't gonna lie, the keys to the city was hard. The first one was hard, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That, that, two, that part two was a nice little, little continuation. I but... I yes, Lord. Uh-huh. But, uh... but yeah, I think uh... everybody gonna have respectable Lil Wayne and Drake. Gotta have Nip. Yeah. Yay. Hey, as an artist, definitely got to be there. Yeah, and then, like I said, Eminem. Yeah, you ain't got to say nothing about yay, bro. Just say yay. That's all you good. Got to put yeah. him in there. Sorry. Wayne, like, hate Drake, him, love him. <laughs> Wayne, Drake, yay, Keith, Cole. Kendrick, Honorable Six. Um, and Gucci. Oh, K-Dot and, and J. Cole are definitely my honorables, and that's a strong honorable. Yeah. We didn't oh, say we was doing honorable studio. mentions, well, right? I would. We did because he said seven at first, so I just did because he started honest. off with this. Okay, and I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to model. Nations, do you have do you have a top five or honorables? <laughs> look, 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 look. Y'all didn't cover them all. I ain't got nobody else. No. Well, no, it's well, not. It's, you know it's you know not what? that you have to have any new artists. I'm just like your no, no, person. No, 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 no. I got y'all because I got an honorable mention that y'all did not mention. Uh, so my. I, I can't put them in an order for real because I can't say top, but mine was the the the, the first three. I got to go Drake, Cole, Wayne, Kanye, Kendrick. My honorable mentions were Eminem and Ludacris. Love the Ludacris. I'm not mad at the Ludacris. Luda was really a model of consistency. Before I even like really got into Lil Wayne like that, for real, for real. Because when I yeah. heard Drought Three, when I heard the Drought Three, that changed my life. Yeah, it, it, that, no, no matter, that literally changed my life. Of, you like gravitated backwards to, to Lil Wayne. Nah, it was just like, bro, what, what is Cause, like? Because Lord has Bass, a I'm, human I'm saying this Lord kind Bass. of stuff. That's what I was thinking, bro. When I heard, it, I was like. How do you think about? I'm like, how do you come up with this? And when you finish, my bad, my bad. I'll just say pay man and flow. I just go, no huddle. (laughs) No, but (laughs) the thing about it is, like, you'll see videos and clips now of people reciting bars back to Lil Wayne, and he's like, "I said that. It's pretty good." Yeah, (laughs) nigga, don't even. I guess that's just a testament to the greatness. He really just be coming off the dome and just once it's done, he gone to the next song. Nigga yeah. do got a million tones. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, great conversation. This has nothing to do with anything, but uh, just feel it on my spirit. This is a uh, I'm honored to be doing this with y'all guys, bro. Sincerely, sincerely. Amen.
Y'all feel the same way. Yeah, man. And also, uh, I'd like to apologize to uh, Chris Bridges. Um, that man was uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely got me yeah, through a lot of. Uh, you should be able to share yeah. yourself. And I Chicken and beer, man. And Chicken and beer. Just def- Oh, don't. Uh, I feel like slapping. I, 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 slap I, I, hey, I forget the name of the song, but it's on that same album. Uh, it's like towards the end. It's uh, where well, he had a little so skit with it. Oh, oh, growing pains, brothers. Growing pains. Oh, he said that. We're gonna do one on three. Do another one, bro. That, no, like, that album is. Lord, bro, please fix. That's a point about I got for the mistakes I made. In the house of God, that thing don't even look real. <laughs> oh, it's young Chris Bridges. Chris Bridges. Right. Why you to grow it? Why you didn't grow to the mids? To the nah, <laughs> man. Nah, that 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 song and is classic. Man, look, it did bro. not grow into the mids. Good thing we was growing him. <laughs> No man, uh no, nah, shout out to Luda, man. One thousand percent. All right, so crossing over uh to the court to the NBA before we get to the greatness of uh LeBron James. Uh we're gonna talk about the deal. Uh Kyrie Irving goes, gets traded to the Dallas Mavericks from the Brooklyn Nets in the trade. The Dallas Mavericks received Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. The Brooklyn Nets got Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, and they got three draft picks. One two thousand sucks as <laughs> own. One two thousand twenty-seven second round pick and a and two two thousand twenty-nine uh, draft picks. One in the first round that's uh, unprotected, and and the other is the second round pick. So, uh. We text some knee-jerk reactions in the group chat when this had happened. Uh, my first thing, so I was just like, dang, like, that just feels weird, like Kyrie going to Dallas. Uh, obviously, we gave you uh, – we heckled you a bit, Darnell, but uh, for the sake of us not communicating via text, you said, I like it, gives off LeBron and Kyrie vibes heavy. I know you have a very – opposite way of looking at things compared to the rest of the world so the floor is yours as to do you still stand on that was it uh, obviously it was a knee-jerk reaction do you still feel that way but maybe not a Kyrie Kyrie Irving and LeBron type situation how do you how do you feel as since time has passed about the about Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic uh, first and foremost, I want to give the respect to the Honorable LeBron James. I don't mean it in a certain sense of greatness. I mean a certain sense of more strictly offensive delivery, like like that 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 uh firepower. Because on the defensive end, who is Luca? He is absent. You really don't hear much about it. He may get a steal or two, but he's nothing to worry about as far as a lockup. That you can count on with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Real, real mm-hmm. quick, quick interjection. Uh, Luca is stated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, to be noted, LeBron's favorite player noted on record is Luca. That, but that I just want to add add that to your uh, he's just being nice. 
But no, absolutely though. Like it's just it was more of like a because I didn't think nothing of defense, and then when y'all said it, I think they more being more dramatic of like the LeBron as a whole. I was thinking more as a offensive power, you know. And also, I think about it too. Like I think you may be able to see Luca give a little bit more on defense because when you're the number one person to score, you're the you're the primary source of scoring. You can't sacrifice. You can't put yourself in foul foul trouble, you know, on a defensive end, you know, whether you're good or not. You don't have the opportunity to build on that. You know, this may not be long-term. Who knows? Most likely not. You know, I definitely do feel the L.A. vibes are coming soon with Kyrie. But I think at this moment, it gives a, a, a few opportunities. It, it gives a few opportunities to, like, give Luka just a little bit more chance to be more all around. Like I said, it's not worth risking when it's just that, that offensive talent is crazy. And he's getting triple doubles, breathing those in and out, getting 60, 20, and 10, and all these kind of numbers. So I like it from the perspective of, Doncic being able to grow a little bit more. Kyrie has somebody he he can yeah. depend on. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like it. I mean, like I said, I I see the I see the difficulty in it too, but I like it. I mean, hell, he he carried he carried the team by himself to the to the Western Conference fight to the finals. I yeah, mean, look, Kyrie being the help, it just I'm just saying, like. Okay, he's not LeBron. I just need you to clear that up. When he, when well, I, I've been I said didn't, that. Like I, I said, like, text message, but when he just said that, I was like, he didn't say that in the text message. No, he didn't. Yeah, bro, <laughs> not to the level. Like I said, like I cleaned up earlier. Where not are you to going the level with of this overall greatness. It's more of like a, <laughs> I know, right, Drewski. Just more of the offensive <laughs> firepower. No, no, that's I what I was saying. But that's me, all. honestly, no, no. um, I ask my, I ask myself. Does this get them in the Western Conference Finals up against the Warriors over the Clippers and all of the other teams, right? Well, well they was in it a couple years ago. Last who? year. Last year, excuse me. Who was in it a couple of – who was in it last year? What's the Conference Dallas. Finals? Dallas. Dallas. Who did they have? Nobody. Luca, Luca Brunson, that's it. Not even Christian Wood, just Luca. Yeah, so we ain't going for the finals no more, baby. We trying to go all the way. I, uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I think with a healthy Kawhi and a healthy Paul George, they don't make it to the finals. Cap. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. You that saw what Luca did to the Clippers multiple years in a row. Not just one outlier year in 2020. He came back 2021, did it again. And the thing about that, right, uh, adding to that conversation is prior to having Kyrie, though he completely, it's to a degree disrespectful because you, we just had the conversations like, who did Luca have? It was just Luca, like Jalen Bronson, like carried the toll. Last year, with Luca being injured until he got back, you know where he needed to be. So I think Jalen Brunson is a respectful help for Luca uh, last year in the playoffs. Um, yeah, but this season, prior to the Kyrie Irving move, I feel like the playoff strategy against the Dallas Mavericks potentially would have been. I want to say let Luca get his, 
but sometimes let Luca get his isn't just like Luca hitting you for 40. It may be 40, 10, and 10. And those 10 assists could generate, you know, some, you know, key baskets. Um, but but even if you say don't let Luca get his, or we're gonna focus all our energy on Luca and force somebody else to beat us, I mean, I still didn't think prior to Kyrie and still don't think with Kyrie um that they going to a championship or they're gonna win the championship. Look great on paper. Um and not to cast any aspersions on Kyrie Irving, but as he goes from team to team to team, I feel like it just makes LeBron championship in Cleveland look that much sweeter because it's just like nobody else can crack the code of like Kyrie Irving. And the but obviously Kyrie was a lot younger too, so you know I guess Kyrie mm, even, he still as, is equally cold. Well, no, I'm talking about in terms of like off the court and like what he gets himself involved, like in maturity. I ain't talking about his game or nothing like that. Um, argue argue better. So Mark, <laughs> but Mark Cuban is a player's owner, so that kind of helps too to a certain extent. That's what I'm looking at too. He can keep he can find a way to kind of keep Kyrie. You want to get paid? Kyrie. You want your money? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Is, he can protect oh, 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 oh. paid. Because I'm like, he really so didn't care about his money. If he do care about his money like that, why not stay in Texas? No state tax. You can get to Man, enjoy thinking, the full fruit of your labor. If it didn't work out with KD, bro, I don't, I don't see it happening with Luke. He got to go back. Yeah, he got to go back to he coming to LA in the offseason. So this is, he going he on his Kawhi tour right now. So enjoy wide last, Mark Cuban. You gave up somebody who y'all really wanted to give up anyway, and Dorian Finney. And then where y'all really wanted to move on from him. So y'all were just like, you know what? Hell, let's just try to parlay this for Kyrie. It don't work. We wanted to get rid of those guys anyway. Yeah, that boy's so, smart. I'm like, how how do you convince anybody to pick them two up for Kyrie? Well, I guess but I, I, in. Well, it was said that the uh, owner was adamant about not sending Kyrie where he wanted to go, one. And then, two, another offer that was said to be on the table was Chris Paul and Jay Crowder for the Phoenix mm-hmm. Suns. Um, but I question how that would have worked with Kyrie, D-Book needing his shots, as well as DeAndre Aiden. Um and who's to say the uh the relationship with uh I forget the Phoenix Suns head coach. Anybody got it? No. Who's to say that relationship would have been good? Um, you know what I'm saying? So uh, money. 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 Yeah, money. Money, yeah, money wins. Yeah, you think about money. the pel- Pelicans. Money uh, Christo sandwich. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh uh, quick question. How do we feel about Lucas props uh in this short two to three spurt uh break? Does he does he take a back seat to make sure Kyrie gets his feet wet and gets comfortable? Or does like Luke and Brian continue? Absolutely. Got to. 30 points average. They both need to they both need the ball. They have extremely high usage rate. So it's like obviously Kyrie is showing that he can play off a player like that. Who's a dominant scorer like LeBron, but who's also willing to be pass first, right? I don't know if Luka is pass first. 
even though he can oh. make plays, players great. I don't know if he's looking to cash first. I think he's more so probably looking to get get his, but he know he knows he's a really good facilitator and can facilitate the offense. So I think that's just a natural gift to him. But I think naturally he's looking double, to get out just like down. Kyrie. Has he ever played with a dog? No. Has Luca ever played with a dog? That's no. the thing that that makes me excited or even get that potential. Is like, yeah, Brunson's nice. I, I respect, but is he a dog? No, Kyrie's a dog. You mean like and a dog a, and a champion? Exactly. So I'm just looking at like, and Luca's. Come on, man! Like, he's giving these averaging nine assists a, a year and all this stuff with non-dog people. Like, he wants to give the ball away. He doesn't mind. Like, he's carrying this with a smile on his face. Half the wins. Like, so he's yeah, saying, like, oh, somebody else can play with me? Okay, bet. Spencer Dinwiddie, you're inconsistent. You're not, you're not Kyrie, bro, at the end of the day. Like, you're a good player. You're nice, but you're not him. I felt like he could have, I thought he tried to do that with Spencer Dinwiddie and just did, he just couldn't, he couldn't fiddle to the plate. Kyrie, it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. I think they're gonna be literally having laugh, laughing moments together. I feel like I like this man. I like it. I want to do. I do fall back on the whole LeBron. What is wrong comment, with the dynasty yeah. in Cleveland? Y'all could have did a whole dynasty in Cleveland, bro. What happened? Talk to me. So what happened? Something Ooh. must have happened. But this also be a good challenge. This will be a good challenge to Luca to see if he can deal with an ego. KD can't deal with an ego. Can he deal with an ego? I, yeah. That's why I every player can. It's gonna happen. I don't know. I think he can. Because who's because who's really better offensively, Kyrie or Luca? Can you say who for real? No. I see a respectable challenge in some games. <laughs> you go for forty today. I go for forty today. I, yeah, <laughs> I, like I don't. I don't think. I don't. I think obviously. Duh, any team who plays them is going to be in for a long night because most teams only got one premier solid, and, and that's a stretch to say every team got one solid perimeter defender, which isn't the case, truly. But, like, you're going to have to pick your poison. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and I mentioned this, too, in the group chat. J. Kidd, Hall of Fame point guard, you know, ultimate floor general, Um, you know what I'm saying? So, Will it, when I think about, when Isaac says, you know, both of these are two high high usage players, when I think about how Luka plays and how the Dallas Mavericks have been playing because Luka's like the only one who could generate an offense and they have to play through him, point being because of his greatness, then you think about a Kyrie Irving, is are we going to be able to see a fluid, cohesive offense that, you know, everybody, I don't want to say everybody can touch it, but there's a flow and there's a rhythm and there's a cadence that they could catch, you know, in the second half of the season. Or is this going to be your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn basketball? Um, and so I think that's also going to be a big telltale sign to see, like, what, what is this offense going to look like? You know, you know are they going to catch a rhythm to, you know, climb up in the Western Conference or are they going to dramatically fall trying to, like, catch a rhythm and play off one another, so to speak? You just said something that's going to now make me root for them. And it was very simple. By you saying Jason Kidd, I forgot that he was their coach. So what had happened was they shipped Steve Nash out, brought Jason Kidd in, 
and Dirk won a championship. And so now, now I'm looking at it again. I'm like, that that actually makes sense now. Now that you think about With it, Jason like, Terry in the backcourt. I can see Jason Kidd talking to Mark Cuban like, you know who brought me in for Dirk? <laughs> I had Jason Terry with me. We like, was two uh, elite. Well, not elite. All, I'm not doing All y'all needed was a, credit. All y'all needed Kyrie was ain't no Finley Steve over here Jason Kyrie Terry Kyrie is more here. Steve Nash than he is Jason Kidd, though. As a player. But Luka, Luka is way more offensively powered than Dirk was. So, we'll see. That's true. <laughs> We'll see. We shall see. He is, bro. I know you thinking about it and you like. No, nah, don't think. Don't, don't no, 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 no. Here's the thing, right? Okay, so just go down this rabbit hole. I just hoped you was looking at oh, the game. No. Thank you, Isaac. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> just, All right, go down this rabbit hole with me just briefly, right? Say so you said Luca is far more offensively powered than Dirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know about far more, but that's what he said. Hold on, wait. No, no, hold on. All right, Sedacious. Could you elaborate on that a little bit more? He just better. Okay. Just better. Okay. Okay. I've never Str- seen strictly offense. Go ahead. So so we so Dirk Nowitzki has averaged more than 10 assists consecutively in games, is what you're saying. Dirk no, Nowitzki has done that. No. Point point proven. Case closed. Okay. So he's a okay. more well-rounded. You're saying he's player. a better all-around, right? But to that, to that, to that though, they're in two completely different positions. Luca is a distributor and the point guard. Dirk has always had a point guard and hasn't needed to distribute. So when you said when you said offensively, my mind didn't necessarily go to passing, though that's a part of the offense creating for your teammates. My mind went to like scoring ability. That's where my mind went. So that's and what he still I, I can was... hold his own against Dirk when it comes to scoring. What he do you mean? His by... his own. He, did, he didn't what go did... overboard. He said hold his own. I'm just trying to ask, what do you mean by hold your own? That's all I'm asking. I'm not. So so if Dirk, if I think I think Luca can easily go for 30 in a week, six out of the seven days. Before Dirk can go for a week, 30, 30, not 25. I'm talking about Luca can go 30 going into 40, six out of those seven days. Dirk will probably edge off right at 33, 35. I'm I'm not going to argue that under the parameters that it's Luca's show as soon as the ball crosses half court, whereas Dirk has to get that ball like to him, which there causes for denial. And so it sounds like so you're making forth. my point for me, and I appreciate it. You know, I'm not, I'm not. I was just trying to like peel off the layers and make sure we get to the bottom of like fully what you were saying. I wasn't trying to like contest it. Yeah, no, no, you know, but I'm no. What I'm saying is, Luca can create his own ish. Dirk, not a guy, got to go. Hey, hey, pass the ball. I'm here. Yeah, Luca can bring the ball down the floor. If he wants to go straight to that block, he can go straight to that however, block. However, 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 and it's probably going to happen, barring injury, Dirk is an MVP. You know what I'm saying? Dirk is an MVP, and he's a finals MVP. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, Dirk got the hardware to be like, hold on, Luca. Let's go. Hold on, Luca. I mean, you may get your statue, but you're going, you know. He got six saying? more points to go? 
the nah, sick. Nah, he talking about Westbrook. Looking, oh, <laughs> looking oh. good. Oh, you scared me. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, I took uh, SGA over nine and a half free throws. Tell me oh, why what? this nigga said he's seven or eight in the first quarter. <laughs> yes, it was, it was probably. Atlanta. It was the Lego looking shoes. free. It was the Lego shoes he came in with tonight. <laughs> and then Russ hit two threes in the first. So it's gotta happen. <laughs> Russ two threes has gotta happen. And then I took I took uh Giddy over over six to six. He got four in the first quarter. It's oh, looking yeah. good today. It's looking it's looking marvelous. It's looking marvelous. The players know what's about to happen today, so therefore they don't want to be at the worst part of history. Like, yeah, LeBron will get his stuff, but let's make sure that stat line is we we nice too. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. Man. Yeah, man. So um right now, as we speak about this, the Lakers are going up against Oklahoma City Thunder in Los Angeles. LeBron is 28 points away from becoming the all-time scoring leader in the NBA, surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is at 38,387 points. Uh, he amassed that in 20 seasons. LeBron is in his 20, 20 season as well at uh, 38,352 plus and counting. Um, I forgot. I, I seen the stat and I forgot it, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his 20 seasons. Well, I'll just say this. LeBron is doing LeBron is going to break the record in far less amount of games than it took Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to reach this, uh, reach his uh 38,387 points. Um so there's Brian got eight points, by the way. Right. Uh as a and a there's an arrage of like stats surrounding LeBron and his career. Um, and I don't even know like what's worthwhile of saying to talk about his greatness, but can and we'll talk about this in terms of uh JJ Riddick did a beautiful uh or disassembling the narratives around LeBron isn't clutch or he isn't that great of a scorer. And sometimes, right, when we talk about, like, being a great scorer, right, there's something that looks sexy about, like, your signature move. Remember when uh, NBA 2K came out with the signature move, like the signature shot? I don't know if they still have it, but um, they had this. <laughs> it's <a dangerous> rose. <laughs> but uh, I remember when 2K came out with the signature shot and you get the Kobe fadeaway. Remember Melo had his or whatever the case may be, right? Um, And when you think about LeBron's signature shot, all right. Started off the year with, to a degree, you could kind of contain him by playing the paint because LeBron wasn't that that uh, great of a shooter, a knockdown shooter. Um, but people forget when the game was on the line against the Pistons, bro. LeBron James hit some of the most knockdown jumpers I have ever seen where they were like <laughs> sold on you are not driving or the clock is running down, step back three, step back long two, turn around, fade away. And it's just like and people say he's not a great scorer. Like Brian got and Brian, and really I've been waiting to say this, bro. Brian really got one of the best mid-range games ever. 
And I don't think it's like, oh, how dare you say that? I'm not saying the yeah. best, but me personally, best mid-range game <laughs> all time. I think this is a consensus. Kobe being Brian. I think that goes without saying. Okay, cool. So um, honor, honorable mentions. Kevin Durant. couple other people they escaping my mind right now but that's not important the point is lebron james well-rounded score and i think jj reddick had a great analogy on his podcast the old man in the three it wasn't even an analogy it was really a rundown analysis for about a minute and a half of all these stats that would literally prove lebron has the most clutch points all time in nba history uh games with a minute left literally most points ever so, uh, so most Playoff buzzer beaters in the playoff in NBA history. So Crazy. let me so let me run down that for the specifics, Izzo. So to start with your uh great mid-range game, right? LeBron James has a better career shooting percentage from from two than Kevin Durant and Michael Jordan. So there's a stat stat for that. He's ninth all-time in threes. We talked about his greatness and him being a pass first guy which makes him being the score getting ready to be the scoring champion that much uh of a, a great accomplishment considering he's more so than a pass first guy which he's been criticized for in his in his past. Could never. <laughs> uh he's fourth all time in the assists LeBron James is and you talk about the clutch gene for LeBron right LeBron James has the most clutch time points ever with 2600 plus I don't remember the number specifically but he has 2600 plus clutch points in his career and the per and the person behind him is Kobe Bryant. They're the only two in NBA history with over 2,000 uh, clutch points. But LeBron has 2,600 plus and Kobe has 200 plus, right? Two, I'm, forgive me. LeBron has 2,600, 2,600 plus clutch points and Kobe uh, amassed over 2,000 uh, plus clutch points in his career, right? He has the second most game time or game winning shots inside of the final minute of the fourth quarter or overtime who is number one kobe being bryant kobe has 88 game time or uh, game time or game winning shots inside inside of the final minute of the fourth quarter or overtime kobe has 88 and lebron has 81 um not that far behind kobe then you talk about <laughs> then oh, con continuing to talk about the continuing to talk about the clutch gene of LeBron as he is 26 points away from the record. Currently, LeBron James has five game-winning buzzer beaters in the playoffs. That is the most ever in NBA history. Again, LeBron James has five game-winning buzzer beaters in the playoffs, and that is the most in NBA history. Uh, furthermore, who's next? One, uh, Probably, I'm gonna say Kobe, but I didn't. I didn't get who was right okay. behind him. But, but that's an assumption. I don't know if it's Kobe or not. That's an assumption. Oh, okay. Fact check it on your own, people. Uh, they, still talking about how great of a score he is, right? He has the fifth highest career all-time scoring average in the NBA. Uh, that's nuts. That's but nuts. Yeah, Jordan. Nobody wants to say he's a great scorer. That's crazy to me, bro. You know, and, and I'm going to let you finish that, but the theme of this, bro, <laughs> these old dudes that have played with LeBron, bro, kill me with the hating on Bron after they playing, bro. 
when really if you hype them up, it would actually make you seem better. But they try to diminish that man so much. I'm like, bro, especially Paul Pierce and himself, just bro, he's the bus y'all ass faithfully. Like, but it's it's just crazy. Tayshawn Prince had a Tayshawn Prince had a running uh, interview saying like how it was just like it was different guarding Kobe and. You know, LeBron, even though LeBron, you know, it's like you got to fight through 100 pick and rolls. I'm like, bro. And then somebody on Twitter, like, made a whole thread of LeBron James killing Tayshaun Prince <laughs> one-on-one at ISO. Yeah. Like, just going to work. <laughs> right. You need no pick and rolls. rolls. What do you mean, fool? Like, <laughs> he giving you that work without the pick or not. Like, bro, we what that mean? Tayshaun Prince because he blocked Reggie Miller's shot. That's it. That's the only yeah. reason we know him. And he was a lefty, bro. Come on, man. They won that championship, bro. They got a. He was a six man of the year before too, right? I believe. Tayshon. They won that because Rasheed Wallace came down there. Oh, I like that Pistons championship, even though they robbed one from Kobe. Yeah, I'm glad about too. that. About that. They were supposed to win that year. Derek Fisher hit the point four. They were supposed to win that year. I'm not going to read all of it, but if you would like to, there is a really nice article on CBS Sports, which just kind of goes through numerical order milestones that LeBron James has accomplished throughout his career. Um, so the number the number of scoring titles LeBron has won is just one. He averaged 30 points a game in, 2000, in the 2007-2008 season. Um, what else is there? LeBron James is the only player in history to hold the highest per game scoring average for three different franchises, the Cavaliers, the Heat, and the Lakers. LeBron James has scored at least 10 points in 1,139 straight games, by far the longest streak in history. Second behind him is Michael Jordan with 866 games. And LeBron James has amassed and he hasn't been with them like as long as he's been with the other teams. But he, uh, LeBron has amassed nineteen percent of his career point total with the Lakers. That's a lot of scoring in like the amount of time, the yeah, short amount of time, yeah. right? Bro, um, that's almost a fifth of his career, bro. Like, <laughs> and he didn't just rack all that up. Yeah, he been there since what 2018, 2019? Yeah, uh, LeBron's career points per game versus the Pistons, who we just recently got through talking about. Uh, he, LeBron, LeBron averaged 24 points per game against the Detroit Pistons, which is his lowest his, his lowest points per game against any – well, his lowest, amount, his lowest points per game against the Detroit Pistons is 24 points, and that is the lowest amount of – points per game against any team in, in the NBA he's won against. So he's averaging 24 or more against any team he's played against. LeBron got 14 points, by the way. 22, uh, 22 What's points. What's the quarter? Second. Second quarter, top of it. Yeah, um, he going for it. Niggas had 23 by halftime or 20. Like, well, I, I was just saying, y'all niggas got about another quarter and a half. <laughs> yeah. Nah, everybody was talking about some LeBron under gonna be free as air tonight. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't take that. Nah, I don't care. Like, showed up, 
Oh, black. I'm about to kill it. (laughs) Uh, LeBron has 530 career 30-point games, which is the second most in the NBA behind Michael Jordan's 562. Uh, LeBron's highest single-season scoring average was in the two, was was in 2005 where he averaged 31 points per game with the Cleveland Cavaliers uh interesting fun fact the only season where LeBron didn't score 40 points in a game was in two in the 2015-16 season all right now I know y'all go talk. I know y'all go talk, though. No, it's to me. But this is a great achievement, right? LeBron James has 14 career. I really want Darnell here for this, considering he likes to take superstars under. Um, but I'll just repeat it if you come back. <laughs> LeBron James has 14 career 50-point games. That is the same amount as Damian Lillard and Rick Barry. LeBron James is also the only player with multiple 50-point games after turning 35. There you go. <laughs> James is a 50% shooter in the rec. James is James is I don't, I don't know how to read that appropriately. Oh, yeah, right. you said it right. James is. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, man. LeBron is good. Well, yeah, Darnell. Come on, it's good. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, but now, again, man, this article is on. Uh, and people have probably have seen this one before also, too, but LeBron is the youngest player in history to reach every 1,000-point uh, milestone. Um, Yeah, man. The list goes on and on again. A great article to look up LeBron's uh, statistical achievements throughout his career uh, on CBSSports.com. That's that guy. Yeah. Uh, he is currently get something documented before he retires. Yeah, man, he is a uh, nineteen. He has seventeen points currently in the second quarter, and he is nineteen points away from breaking the record again. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has the record currently as we speak at thirty-eight thousand three hundred and eighty-seven, and LeBron James is just nineteen points away from shattering that record. And I also wanted to give the people this real, real quick, and we'll transition to the Super Bowl. Bro, it's gonna be hard to catch this record. My boy still got like a well, not that you have to be is not that record isn't even about being in the league 20 years. That record is mostly about always being in the NBA finals, always making deep runs in the playoffs, always like carrying your you know. He's been he been had the all-time NBA record for most playoff points, but as far as like yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about all around right now, right? Just most points in NBA. But no, nah, I see what you're saying. The playoffs definitely played a huge part in it being in it nine straight. Oh yeah, there's going no that way. deep nine there's no straight way. years. Chris Paul, you so, out of there. You ain't been, you ain't been enough times. Yeah, you just you haven't had long enough seasons to put together that many points. Yeah, and assists, bro. I'm I'm interested to see where he falls with assists records when it's all said and done. I know he won't catch Stockton. The Stockton records are just too much, but I'm man, it'd be interesting. To see I wonder if he, he didn't if he touched magic eventually get to three. Like nah, he passed magic in assist. Only person, only people he behind now is John Stockton, 
uh, Chris Paul, and maybe J. Kidd. I think Jason Kidd. Uh, I was yeah. thinking about Jason Kidd too. All right, so Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has played in a total of fifteen hundred. No, that's not right. Hold on. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has played in 1,500 or 1,560 games. So 1,560 games. That's how long it took Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to amass the points that he's had. Whereas take that 1,560. LeBron. LeBron James is about to eclipse it with 1,409 games played. So that's a that's a big difference, man. All that's like a test- hundred less, a hundred and fifty less. Yeah, man. So as Pro- approximately two seasons. Yeah, absolute greatness. Uh, and I've said this before on the podcast, bro. LeBron will never be truly. Uh, appreciated until he retires and furthermore he will not be being appreciated when we can't see him on the court won't be enough i know the production company uninterrupted and all of that kind of how everybody gathered around for michael jordan's the last dance the behind the scenes work and sacrifice and discipline that lebron james has put into his career to his body to maintain the level of greatness that he has his entire career. I think that's going to be, I pray that, I I pray that LeBron James graces us to allow us to peek behind the curtain of like what it took for him to be so great for so long. uh, Once he's retired, please give us that LeBron, please to inspire a nation, a nation, bro. But yeah, man, triple salute to you, LeBron and all your greatness as you are 16 points away from uh, becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. And we love it. In the Lakers jersey. (laughs) Right, in the Lakers jersey. So, going over to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Interesting Super Bowl uh, stat, right? I don't know if y'all seen this. The Chiefs this year are 16-3 and overall. They scored 546 points. And they have six all pros on their team, and they have the number one seed. I said all that to say the Eagles have the same exact record, the same amount of points scored, and the same amount of pro bowl pro bowlers on all pros on their team. And they also have the number one seed. Uh and yes, they each have a Kelsey brother on their team as well. Kelsey Bow. Here is uh, a scene this uh, place uh, up on who has the advantage at each position. Tell me whether or not y'all agree with this. Who do you, who do y'all believe has the has the advantage at the quarterback position? The Chiefs. National consensus. All right. Yeah, Chiefs. Who do y'all think has the uh, advantage at the running back position? Mm. Eagles. Eagles. I don't know. Eagles. I think Pacheco has had a 
I think in a vacuum, I think he's a better running back than Miles Sanders. Because I he think is. we're seeing peak Miles Sanders right now behind a great 1A, 1B O-line in the Eagles. So I and I think that's why – I think I think, I think think the scheme that they use Miles Sanders for, Pacheco, is irrelevant but they, for the scheme that they, they use a But they use a carousel backs. They don't only hit you with Sanders. They hit you with Gangwell. They hit you with Sky. Right. But typically, I mean? so, it's two – Two six, two three, two four, whatever his name is, whatever his number is. Typically, it's him. Yeah, Sanders will, will start drives, but again, he's not the third down back, and he's not the consistent guy you give twenty carries to. Pacheco, when Clyde Edwards-Helaire went down, I think the Chiefs really found in him. He's been getting averaging like fifteen plus carries a game. All right, so a better question is, who's better to you, Pacheco or the carousel? I mean, that's that's because you that's got McKinnon, but I think they need McKinnon three people also for for receiving. For, for, yeah, so I, I I mean I like like I said in a vacuum, I think Pacheco is better than Sanders, and I'm just specifically speaking on Sanders. So uh, I gotta uh, go make a quick uh, move real quick. So I'll uh, leave you out with this, and I'll come back. The next question was going to be who has the advantage at the wide receiver position, but. I'll mix it up and I would say who has the advantage just at the receiver position as a whole, combining Kelsey and obviously AJ Brown meshing that wide receiver tight end. Eagles. Not even close. Yeah, the Eagles hands down. It's not close at all. Yeah, I'd say the Eagles. Kelsey's powerful. The only they, receiver uh, he, I can he can't pass. He can, and, and I mean Patrick is making those players as good as they are to a certain extent. So, yeah. yeah, He's keeping them relevant. Keeping them juju. Keeping them... Uh, and I, I, and I swear I thought juju was going to be it for him. But he just middle of the pack. Yep. That down Scant, Scantley, all of them. Like, just McKinley. They're all just McKinnon I mean, or whatever. They all just, you know, when they have a great game, it's because of Patrick Mahomes. There is no... You know what? Uh, great. Old buddy Hannah, Hannah been uh, stepping up. I don't know his first name, but... I to see Patrick Mahomes throw, yeah, throw him the ball a few times, too. No. But still, no, see, that's the, yet still he, they have nothing up, up against the Eagles. As far yeah, as receiving core. He, that receiving core has a Tom Brady effect, which is you play with Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah. there is... I'm sorry. Like, if he was there, that's cute. But you're not going to be effective because of your greatness. You're going to be effective because of how Patrick Mahomes utilizes. And that's one thing I noticed from LeBron every 20. things that we have uh, encountered from every LeBron situation. I've noticed LeBron, not LeBron, from uh, every Mahomes uh, situation. <laughs> I've noticed LeBron. No, but for every Mahomes situation, I've noticed that uh, LeBron that he's uh, you. Yeah, man, he don't utilize one. Receiver, like I think he proved the point last game, just to like embarrass uh Eli uh Eli Apple, <laughs> but that was about it. Like that was he ain't really just gonna pick on any other receiver other than Kelsey just to do it, just because they're that great, you know. Yeah. Um, defense, I think Eagles hands down. I'm sorry, I like Chris Absolutely. Jones too. Chris I Jones think... ain't the defense. <laughs> yeah. I think, but I think the good. overall difference maker is at the quarterback position, and that's no disrespect or slight to Jalen Hurts. Um, but 
Well, you got that guy back there. But what you guys he, just said, though, PM fifteen, man, night night. But the fact that no buts, the run game is 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 utilized very care. well with Jalen Hurts, and the fact that they have a better receiving core, I feel like it gives it an even playing field. It doesn't make it a, you know, I never said it was going to the park, but what I did say is PM fifteen. Put some money on it then. I'm not doing all that to the game for all that now. I'm trying I'm not, not that to, I'm trying in, in not my... to go either way, man, because for real, I, honestly, if either one of them win, I would like, you know, I'm good. It's a celebration. You know what I'm saying? So, so but I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I do want the trophy to come back to the NFC East. I know it can't come through the Cowboys, but hey, I'm over that. But, you know. That's not to say I'm going to root against Patrick Mahomes, bro. I'm sorry. It's, it's up in the air for me, for real. At this point, I believe I'm going to go see a, a good game in commercials. Nah, I feel it. Uh, I'm gonna go. Isaac ain't trying to have a head. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm going to ride with uh, Patty, bro. I I just believe in his greatness, and I think – and I'm also riding on that experience. I know the Eagles got a couple guys who was with that past Super Bowl team. But, I mean, with Jalen Hurts at the helm and him not having that Super Bowl experience, and it's not just, like, in-game stuff. It is just in-game. It is in-game stuff along with all the media hoopla that comes along with that. I know, yeah, it's football. We playing football. Um, I always thinking about – I always think about um, when uh, you talk about the way the Patriots prepare for the Super Bowl and they take that long, 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 long hiatus of a break in the middle of practice to simulate halftime. Um, I think I think uh yeah, so like little stuff like little stuff like that. And just the Eagles, you know, Patrick Mahomes being on the vengeance, you know, c- considering how how it ended for them last time they was there. What you got, Deja? I wanna say this because I've said this on the previous podcast and this will kind of piggyback off that. I do look at the Chiefs as if they are the warriors of the NFL. So I, I like how say you said that I'd use that because Patrick Mahomes is like Steph Curry. Steph Curry. And for me, Travis Kelsey would be the Clay Thompson and Chris Jones would be the Draymond Green. And so that's that that's another that's another way to spin it because they look like they're the juggernaut of the NFL and they're just doing I guess what they Tyreek do. Hill was KD. He was. He gone. But he, we got he was show drafted, that we, so he wasn't yeah. really. But he wasn't really. I don't like that analogy. Well, at least when you try to stretch. Equal, still, still, Curry. still drafted, but he could be your equal dollar. No, because he's better than an eagle. I mean, eagle dollar won Finals MVP, but I mean, come on, Tyreek Hill in the back. About the, I'm just talking about the powerhouse of a team. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but nah. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a rock I'm a rock out with uh Patrick Mahomes, man. Uh, definitely expecting to see a great Super Bowl uh matchup though. Um, beautiful people, this is what you call a great episode, man. As always, we do not take y'all for granted for taking the time out to listen to us, to watch us. Make sure you know you can follow us on, you can listen or watch us on all streaming platforms for podcasts, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, anywhere, literally anywhere you go to listen to podcasts. Uh, you can find us at Respect the Game. Love you, beautiful people. We will see you next week.